you know, halftime, what, what do good football teams do? They go in and they make adjustments. Yep. And the good teams are the ones who make the right adjustments for the second half. And that's really where the game's won or lost. And I just remind people, when you get to halftime, that's getting close to your in retirement or getting close to it. You have to make those adjustments to be successful in the second half. And it's probably going to be a totally different game plan than it was in the first half. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Thanks for tuning in to the Retirement Reality Podcast. This is episode one of the show. If you missed out on our first episode of Getting to Know You episode, make sure you go back into Apple Podcasts, subscribe while you're there, or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, and check it out. It'll give you a little more background on the show, what to expect, and also Mike Koyanen and his business and kind of getting to know him a little bit. Mike is the focus of this show, and uh, let's bring him in now. Mike, how are you? I'm doing awesome today. How are you doing, Ben? Good, man. How are things up in uh, your area? Well, it's we're feeling like fall, even though it's still summer. It's feeling like fall. It's starting to cool down a little bit at night, but still can't complain. No snow on the ground. Ah, oh, the snow. You guys have that. You almost. What do you have? About four or five, six. Is it six months of the year? Or is it less than that? It. Uh, it might only be five or six months, but it feels like it's eight to us. You know because. <laughs> you know sometimes it goes. We had the last two winters. It snowed in April. And not, not a little bit, but a lot of snow in April. So that gets a little unfortunate when, you know, April expecting April showers, right, to bring right. the May flowers, and it, it hadn't happened the last two Aprils. <laughs> well, if you don't know about Mike, Mike is a founder, owner of Principal Preservation Services. They are serving the western Wisconsin and the Minneapolis, St. Paul, and kind of the surrounding cities in that area. So a couple of different offices that you can reach out to, either online, principalpreservationservices.com, or you can call their office at 855-987-8888. Mike also has a book coming out soon. The ebook is already available. He's a co-author of Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, but the book will soon be available as well. So congratulations on that, Mike. Yeah, pretty thank sure you. you're pretty excited, right? Yes, we are. It's my first book and I have another one in mind to write, but it's a long process. It's been yeah. almost a year and a half for this book to come out and we're excited in you know September here. We're going to Hollywood for our award ceremony, red carpet event. All of Jack Canfield's books have been bestsellers, and this is going to be uh, no different. So we've already had that trip planned uh, to be out with Jack in California. That's great. All right, so today's show, we're going to do a couple of things. We've got a headline we want to talk about, one that I think is important for our conversations in retirement planning and, uh, and financial planning. And then we'll get into uh, the bigger topic, the bigger focus today. And that question is, why are you making excuses for sticking with the wrong advisor? It's very often we see a broker or advisor who's doing a, a less than stellar job, but folks continue to work with him or her simply because they feel like he or she maybe is a nice guy or a nice girl. So we're going to talk about that and provide some statements to Mike that maybe we've heard or he's heard from clients and kind of get him to set us straight on that and why it's important to to pick the right advisor, not somebody you just like. So that is the schedule for this episode. So let's go first with our first headline, Mike. And let me present this to you. I want to get your thoughts on this. So we're in the debate season right now as we prepare for that 2020 election. And one of the hot topics, uh, Bernie Sanders says he wants to forgive about $1.6 trillion of student loan debt so that nobody has any student loans at all. Elizabeth Warren came out with her own plan as well that focuses a bit more on lower and middle income families getting the loan forgiveness. So it's about a third of the price tag of Sanders' plan, uh, but still pretty significant. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? What are your thoughts? 
Well, personally, I'm not for it, for wiping out debt, because somebody's paying for it. And so it's going to come back in the wash regardless. And I guess I'm just from that old school of thought. If you take out a loan, you sign a note that you're promised to pay. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, student loan debt is one of those debts, you know, that you can never walk away from. You can't file bankruptcy to even walk away from student loan debt. It's going to be following you there forever. I think some of the bigger issues is is the cost of higher education has got so out of hand. Right. My clients that when they were in college, they could work a good summer job, a hard summer job, whether it's construction or painting or whatever it might be, and they can save enough money for college for the whole year and just pay cash for the school. Now you work a good summer job, you're lucky to pay for the books for the year. So it's getting to be a, a system for really the elite. It's got out of hand, I believe, for cost-wise, and I think that's the bigger issue with that instead of focusing on wiping out the debt. Well, I think it's inflated prices as it is. And do we have to have these beautiful universities? I was right. doing a, a college class a seminar, educational seminar at a local university. And I looked over and I saw in the library, I mean, it had really beautiful couches to sit in. You can read your newspaper. They had a huge two-story fireplace. They had right next to the library, a, a beautiful coffee shop. I'm like, no wonder why college is so expensive. Look at these amenities they have that they never had when I was in school. In my mind, that's the bigger issue. I know just recently President Trump signed an executive order to eliminate student loan debt for 100% disabled veterans. For the disabled veterans that they have to be 100% disabled, their ability to make more income to uh, pay this debt off is going to be hard. So I think that was a, a necessary, and that's not a political thing, that was a necessary thing that made sense to me because are they able going to, even in the future, be able to make more money to pay that debt off? And that interest just keeps accruing and accruing and accruing. And you, again, like I said, you can never walk away with it. So I think that was a step in the right direction. And it's not for a, a huge amount of people, 25,000 Americans, right. it would actually help. Just little things like that make a difference. But I, I think it's going to create a bigger problem. If everybody knows it's it would be free, we're going to have even a bigger problem in the future. And talking about reform, let's get to the bigger issue, and that's, I think, the cost. Yeah, indeed. And I think it's going to be a topic that we're, we're talking about for quite some time. It's it's one of the biggest financial topics of this current generation, too. And I know you've probably seen it firsthand with your children. You've already had some that have been through school and, and have more coming. So it's something that affects a lot of people. It does. And even with, I have a 19 year old living at home going to school and she's actually going to beauty school. So it was not a cheap one by any means. I think it's 22,000 a year for beauty school, but yeah. we have the ability to help her, but I want her to learn and appreciate what it is. We went through the process for student loans for her and she understands. I want her to know that it is a serious issue to go to school and I want her to be paying the bills when she gets out of school. That's the better time to help your children out with student loan debt, I think is after the fact when they've been paying on it. It to make a lot of financial adjustments after school and you can help them out then if you have the ability to do that. I think that's the better time to do it than upfront the cost. And when they come right out of high school at 18 years old and they don't really appreciate that much, I think that's the wrong time to be putting your foot forward and saying it's time to pay for school. Yeah, no question. Well, thank you for thoughts on uh, that headline. It's uh, one that we'll probably discuss again in this podcast, I would imagine, is more decisions and more proposals are made through this debate season. All right, let's focus on now our main topic for today's episode, and that is 
having the wrong advisor and making excuses for that person. So I'm going to present you with a few statements, some actual statements we've heard from clients. And I want you to kind of tell us why it's important for people to, you know, to get advice and get help from people that are really going to provide something that's in their best interest rather than just maintaining a relationship strictly for personal reasons. So I'm going to run through a number of statements here and get your thoughts. So let's start off with this one. My portfolio hasn't done very well for the last several years, but he's a really nice guy. So I, you know, I haven't wanted to make a change. Yeah. I've heard of this before. We've gotten to church together. It's a family <laughs> friend. Yep. And I don't want to upset him. And I always remind people, I said, whose money is this, by the way? Is this your money or is this his money? <laughs> and I said, sometimes you have to put yourself first. And I think that's just maybe a personality trait that some people have that, you know, they don't like confrontation. They're just very loyal people, which is a great characteristic to have, a great personality to have. But when it comes to your retirement dollars, I said, when the market goes down and you have losses, who's actually taking the losses? Your advisor that you really like or yourself? I said, you have to put yourself first. You have to look past the emotional side of things and, you know, put yourself first. But we see that a lot. And you have to make a little 180, especially you get close to retirement. If they're not doing their job just because they're a nice guy, there's a lot of nice guys out there. Nice people who cut hair that do an awful job. <laughs> I, I won't be going there, that's for sure. <laughs> Indeed. Well, how about this one? I don't usually understand much of what he says, and I'm always really confused after we meet. But I guess money just isn't really my thing. Plus, our mm. kids were in school together, and he's a good guy. Yeah, and if you're working with somebody and they can't simplify things for your understanding, you're not going to understand everything when it comes to finances. And if that's not your bread and butter, which most people finances, it's not. You know, I don't need to know everything about you know how my car works. I know the things I have to do to maintain it to make my car life successful, right? To change oil and do you know maintenance on it, regular maintenance and fuel it up. But I don't need to have to understand how the fuel injection and which chamber of the fuel injection gets what percentage of the gasoline and, mm -hmm. and this and that. So if you're leaving there and you're not getting your questions answered and you're feeling more confused, you might want to find somebody who's going to actually fit the mold for you. Um, right. Everybody needs to find that person that you feel comfortable with in retirement. If you're always feeling you're not getting your questions answered, how are you going to spend 25, 30 years with this advisor in retirement managing your money? It's not going to be an enjoyable two to three decades. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask questions. I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of confusion out there on the different types of products, what they do, what they offer. So if you're confused, you know, don't hesitate to ask. I mean, that's the first thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. So how about this one? Now, this, this one would raise, I would think would raise a red flag, but you tell me. We never get together for reviews and I rarely get my phone calls returned. But I know he's really busy and he worked with my dad for years, so I assume he's taking care of me. Yeah, don't assume anything, that's for sure. We see this a lot as well where people come in, they say, I've, I don't know the last time I've talked to him or we've had to make two, three phone calls just to get a response from them. Actually, it just happened yesterday. I had a client in here. We did her review and she was very frustrated. She became a client of mine about six months ago and we were doing a six month review and she was still irritated by her relationship she had with an advisor for about 15 years. <laughs> and she thought he was more interested about having his yearly client appreciation Christmas party than he was about actually managing their money because they would never follow up with her when it came to the questions she had about her portfolio. So yeah, don't assume they're taking care of you. You definitely need to be more involved. You need to have at minimum, this is probably bare minimum, at least a review every year. Even if you don't want to, you need to do it. 
you need to find out where you're at, make sure you're on pace, and make sure that, you know, keep him accountable as well, him or her. Yeah. All right. How about this one? He doesn't really specialize in retirement planning, but he's an old college buddy, so I've stuck with him. Yeah. There's financial planners or retirement planners, and there's just investors out there, you know, people who take the investor's money and and just uh, sell you investments. There's a big difference out there. 90% of all the advisors out there are just investing money and they're not doing any planning. We constantly get people who come to our office, this happens multiple times every month, where they say, we went to our advisor, we had a question about our required minimum distributions, or we had questions about social security or a distribution plan, and they said, we don't do that, we just sell investments, you need to go get that somewhere else. Well, uh, fortunately, some of those advisors are being truthful, some of them just try to wing it. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, if they're too prideful and they don't actually admit that that's not their specialty, they try to answer it, and they, a lot of times they give the, the wrong answers, which could cost your portfolio a significant amount of money. So you want to be working with, I believe, somebody who specializes in that area. I look at in working with, a, you know, there's several types of attorneys out there. You want to work with a general practitioner attorney to do your estate plan, or you want to work with somebody who does estate planning. Uh, you want to work with somebody who specializes in everything you've been working your whole life. Or if you need a knee replacement, you're gonna, not going to talk to the general practitioner doctor. You're going to go to the person who's hopefully performed 2,000, 5,000 knee replacements. Exactly. Right. So you want to go to somebody who that's what their specialty is. Well, you know, these are a lot of the excuses that we hear from clients that stick with the wrong advisor and, and defend the reason why they're sticking with a certain advisor. So if, if someone's in this position and, you know, maybe they're a little concerned about their advisor, they, you know, they have some questions that aren't really getting answered, uh, but they're really kind of struggling to take that next step and make that change. Uh, what, what's something you would tell them? It's always good to get another opinion or two because if you go to some other advisor and just have them kind of overlook your portfolio and so you can see, you know, show me what the red flags are that you see that I'm not seeing. You know, the old saying is you're so close to the trees, you don't see the forest, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it's good to see a different perspective from somebody else looking in because you've been inside for so long, you're not seeing the errors, you're not seeing the holes that somebody else can see. You don't need to be loyal your whole life to the same person. I tell people a lot of times that the person you worked with for the first 15 to 25 years probably won't be the the person you're going to use for the last 15 to 25 years because there's different strategies in the earlier years before retirement than it will be close to retirement or in it. There's a, a different game plan. And I equate it to a football game that, you know, halftime, what, what do good football teams do? They go in and they make adjustments. Yep. And the good teams are the ones who make the right adjustments for the second half. And that's really where the game's won or lost. And I just remind people, when you get to halftime, that's getting close to you're in retirement or getting close to it. You have to make those adjustments to be successful in the second half. And it's probably going to be a totally different game plan than it was in the first half. And that might be a whole different advisor, might be a whole different plan. Yeah, I like that analogy. I think that fits pretty well. And, and honestly, you know, if you're sticking with somebody that's a good friend, they should have your best interest in mind anyway. So if you decide to go a different path, they should be supportive, you would think. So it's not always think that, so. It's not always that <laughs> way, I guess. It, you know, that's perfect in theory. Uh, well, cool, Mike. Right. That, that's uh, that's been a lot of good information and a good conversation on some red flags on possibly why you have the wrong advisor. And Mike's team's available. If you want to just give him a call to find out if he can help you or if he can assist you in any way, or, or to see maybe you know get a second opinion, as Mike mentioned on your path and your plan and your portfolio. His team's there for you. Available now, and you can call him eight five five nine eight seven eight 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 or you can find them online at Principal Preservation Services. They're serving you know, Western Wisconsin, Minneapolis, St. Paul, 
those surrounding areas. So if you're in those areas or if you're outside that and listening to this somewhere else, feel free to give him a call as well and get some feedback and maybe set up a time to come in and talk to Mike and his team as well. So Mike, that's going to wrap up our first episode. How are you feeling right now? This is great. This is fun. Uh, good. I'm looking forward to the next one and, and then on beyond that. Again, if you haven't subscribed, uh, if you're just finding this, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts is where you can find it, plus any of your favorite podcasting apps. Subscribe there so you can get these delivered to you when we release them, but we'll, we'll release them every week. So you will have plenty to uh, to bite off and chew and enjoy and consume as we move forward. So looking forward to spending more time diving into some more topics on the next episode of Retirement Reality Podcast. So thanks for joining us. For Mike Coyne and I'm Ben George. Thank you for listening. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.